Hello everyone, I'm Chris Price and welcome to The Leopard. Uh, this is the first in a number of episodes of podcasts that we're going to be taking you through some of Lee Leopard's top personalities from around the club and having a look deep down into their lives, not only just in rugby but into their personal lives as well. So keep tuned to that uh, throughout the rest of the year, we've got loads of great personalities coming up but we kick off this episode, the number one episode with a man who has made his name in rugby league and has also made a name for himself with the ladies on Love Island. It's Keenan Brown. So thanks everybody for joining us here on Leopards TV. This is the podcast that we are going to bring you every month, showcasing some of the biggest stars that Lee Leopards have got to offer. And what better way to get underway than the man who has made headlines, not just in this rugby club, but on ITV's Love Island as well. Keenan Brands, dude! Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. This is going to be uh, a real interesting one, this, because um, when we kind of put out uh, the questions for the fans to come in and answer, uh, you know, like, what questions do you want to answer? Like, you, you, you get, obviously, all, all the, the, the Love Island uh, massive that obviously want, oh, what happened here, what 100%. happened there? And then you get the rugby lot, go, who's Keenan Brand? Yeah. <laughs> so now this is what we're going to do. We're, we're going to introduce you to the, not just the Love Island Keenan yeah. Brand, but the rugby player. It's a rugby league in general. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and that obviously is a, is a massive part of your life and obviously well, essentially what, what got you on Love Island as well, wasn't Mate, it? Mate, it's been a ba- massive part of my life since I left school. Yeah. Um, I obviously turned pro when I left school. Mm. <laughs> Went straight to playing rugby. Yeah. Uh, Tell us about your, your, your upbringing because obviously, again, like you said, we, we want to get to know each individual little nook and cranny because even watching Love Island, we never quite got to know the entire Keenan brand, did we? Yeah, well, obviously, I was only on, on the show for seven days. Mm. Um, you only got to see what what they edited in so mm. my upbringing was a ba- very basic one I grew up on a council estate in Skem if anyone knows where that is yeah. um, so I'm just quite a normal kid from a normal background um, I actually started playing football first uh, I wasn't very good um, well, so what, what, who did you play for then was it just your local just a local team yeah. um, and then I went to rugby union because my dad used to play rugby union for Oral when they were quite big yeah. at the time. Um, was that the, the end of the nineties? Yeah, 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 yeah. So obviously, yeah. I used to he used to take me to all home away with him, mm. um, and I used to love it. I used to love watching. They used to play Central Park as yeah, well. They did. again, didn't they? Yeah. So they, they didn't get great crowds, but like saying it no. was. It was like saying in the battle against obviously playing everybody at League Up. They did all right back back in the day. Didn't but they it? were pretty famous at the time, mm. uh, Oral Union. So my dad obviously played for them. He was a very good kicker, mm. which is probably sorry, Dad, but that's probably what got him, <laughs> that's what I got him so far. To be honest, with you. he was a very good goal kicker. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I used to just love watching him, and he took me down to Oral. Mm. But the thing with Rugby Union at that time. Kids could only, I think it's still the same now, maybe. They Possibly. Could, it was tag, so you yeah. had tag belts. Yeah. Um, and, and I was a bit rougher than that, should we yeah. say. So my dad was like, right, we'll take him to the league. So I hopped over to Oral St. James's Rugby League, mm. um, and I loved it. I loved the, the competition, the physical aspect of it. Um, and I ended up just staying there until about, I was about 10 or 11. Mm. And then I made the switch to the dark side and went to a team called St. Pat's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say, it's heck of a system, isn't it? Because even though obviously, you know, now you're, you're in obviously the, the league club, like I said, the Wigan amateur system, there's nothing like it, is there? I mean, there's no. so many clubs, there's so many teams that have produced unbelievably good players, players and St. Pat's is, is probably the best around. Mate, if you look in any rugby league team across across the country, there's Wiganers in it, mm. like everyone, and they're all they're always they produce good rugby players for yeah. some some mad reason. I don't really know why, but any team you go to, there's always a Wiganer. Uh, so obviously. Me being from Scam, I was obviously a Scouse background. I was kind of the only kid from there yeah. who, who had played rugby, but I loved it, mate. I, obviously, I just, I just took to the sport so well. 
Uh, and then when it went to Wigan State Pats, it was it was just like I just love being there. I love being with the lads. So Who were some of the guys you grew up with, like at uh, uh, Pats? Because like you say, you could reel off names and names and names, couldn't you? Well, like, famous I, players. I had people like Sam Powell's my coach. Mm. Um, As your coach, I mean, Sam Powell's my coach. Wow. Promise you. Um, <laughs> his brother Ryan Powell, who still coaches now. Mm. Um, I had people like Connor Farrell. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, remember Connor? Yeah, team, he, yeah. Uh, he's part of the famous Farrell family. Yeah, so he was our he was our coach. We mm. we won a national final of Pats. Uh, we beat Hunslet with Mikuletsky in it. Yeah. Uh, Cam Smith, people like that who wow. haven't been beaten or challenged so in years. Do you know what I mean? They were all like, yeah, yeah. they were all fully grown men. And when we played, it was like the underdogs, and we yeah. won. Yeah. It was madness. Uh, so cher- moments like that I cherish forever. Yeah, I gotta say because that, that's what amateur rugby is all about, isn't it? Because like you said, there's no lights, there's no no cameras on you, nothing like that. No. It's just man on man, and, and like you say, you, you hear what's coming from the other side, but it's yeah. just a case. You know what? I just can't beat these. What? Off you go. As kids, you don't. You don't really come onto the park and look at the opposition and think, oh no, that's such a body. You just think, yeah. I'm with my mates, I'm going to give it the best I go. I used to look at what are the size of these guys. Because I, I, <laughs> I was always quite a big lad, I okay. always used to get played in the, in the age range. Oh, did you? So it was always a case of like, you know, the, the lads I was playing were like two and three years older than yeah. me, like probably a few inches Massive. taller. But every time I played like in my age range, I was absolutely beating the daylights out of See, I never, I never had that challenge because I was always. Not smaller than everyone else, but I was just average height. Right. So I played hooker, played in the middle. Oh, right. Which probably done me good in the long run because yeah. it probably toughened me up a lot. Um, and I love playing in the middle. I love I loved the tough side of the sport. So, yeah, I had um, a great spell at Pats. And when I left when I was 16, to obviously I went to Witness. Mm. That was very sad. Is that where you went in, into the back line then? Is yeah. That, is that where it all kind of changed over? Because you hear stories like this. I mean, James Roby used to be an unbelievable number seven. Yeah. And yet he ends up being like the greatest number nine that's ever lived. And, you know, you, you've, you've had so many. Um, I was speaking to Tom Briscoe down yeah, yeah. stairs a couple of days ago. He actually debuted for Hull at 17 at centre. It's and it's like he's never played centre since. You know what I mean? No, he had no. an amazing career in the juniors playing at centre yeah. he's made a career as a winger I think I think playing different positions when you're a kid does help you in the long run because mm. when you get to a professional standard you know, you kind of know what you want from other positions if that makes sense so I, I played nine at Witness I got picked up as a nine mm. and I had one of, me, one of my good friends Danny Walker was there at the same yeah. time and Danny's obviously a very good talent and he was much better a hooker than I was at the time so they kind of just put me into the centre as if like they needed someone to play centre right <laughs> and I, just so happened, to it, yeah. I just so happened to be good <laughs> at, playing, <laughs> at playing that position so it yeah. just went from there really I'm going to say it would be good to see what we did if we put your prop forward over here oh mate I've played I've played every position you, you on the bar yeah. Yeah, yeah so I obviously played for witness mm. and I kind of just to be fair it's, it went like that all the way up until I made my debut in 2018 for the mm. first team and the six minutes in I broke my leg oh. yeah double double leg break so oh. so it kind of went like that and yeah, I was like oh there, no and it was yeah, like yeah. oh for me Nan was there watching it was horrendous yeah. stretch it off after six minutes it's devastating I mean just looking back a bit further, obviously before we go on to your pro career obviously your amateur career uh, you know, he's, he's obviously taken up. Um, what, what was your school life like? I mean, obviously, again, that, that's a, a, such a massive part of any young lad's upbringing. You know, like, what, yeah. what, what was your school education like? My school education was it was fabulous. I went to school in Skem, uh, which is it's not the best area, but I actually went to high school in Wigan, which is how I ended up living in Wigan. We moved to Wigan when I was. So you told everybody on Love Island that I'm from yeah. Wigan rather than Mr. Worldwide, as everyone yeah, was yeah. calling me out <laughs> <laughs> from everywhere. Uh, so yeah, I actually went to high school at St Peter's in, in Wigan, which is a renowned school in the whole mm. across the country for everything. Uh, and we obviously they produce 
like very good rugby players. Matty Ashurst, who plays for Wakefield. See them all on the on the cup finals. You know yeah. when they have the juniors, you've got yeah. like St Peter's, Wigan, St John Fisher. It's all them schools. All there, aren't they? Yeah. So I was kind of I was lucky really because I went to it was well like you get well educated there and mm. they also have brilliant um, sports teams. Sorry. Yeah. So I, I enjoy like I went playing football in Holland. My school life wow. was pretty cruisy. Yeah. I wasn't the best. Um, school work yeah, if I'm yeah, honest with yeah. you but that was more probably because I couldn't concentrate yeah. I wasn't naughty I was probably just like yeah, 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 cheeky yeah. chap type yeah, person yeah. so what, what GCSEs did you get then if you don't, if you don't mind asking <laughs> we, like, we are, where you're going we now we are going that deep down I'm going to say did you end up because I ended up getting I'll be honest I ended up getting nothing <laughs> honestly I got to I was a really good student at year 9 Yeah. but then for, I don't know for whatever reason I think I was like you I had, I had ambitions I had stuff, stuff yeah, I wanted yeah. to do that I knew I just I, I couldn't get done that I just wanted to go to college and higher education get it done there and I ended up getting like I think the best I got was like two C's really that was all I got yeah I oh, got like two well. C's and yet here I am you know comms manager <laughs> you know what I mean? you know what well actually for all the kids looking out, out, yeah. uh, listen out there it does matter what you get in school but like in hindsight it doesn't actually <laughs> yeah. matter that much yeah, you yeah. know what I mean because yeah. you see people go on go on to do Amazing things, and mm. they come out of school with nothing. Well, the owner, look at look at what Derek. Derek, took. yeah. If you've got the thing is in life, if you've got a good work ethic, mm. it'll take you a long way, and that yeah. always beats everything else. You get what yeah, I mean? Yeah. The same in rugby, they say uh, hard work will beat talent. Yeah. Because yeah. there's so many talented players I used to play with, and they've just fallen off. Yeah. Probably because of the work ethic. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's when you get obviously the great players. You obviously apply that great talent to work ethic. Hundred percent. That's always one of the things Alex Ferguson used to say, wasn't it? Yeah. It's all very well and good having them. I mean. Ravel Morrison, the footballer, yeah. used to. Abs- I mean, there's so many footballers that have annoyed me because they just didn't apply any hard work. And had- I've never seen a footballer like Ravel Morrison. Really? I don't know whether you've ever ever watched him or anything like that. But he, he played for Man United in in, in the reserves. I used to go watch him like wherever they they played at like Altrincham and yeah, Derry yeah. and all that. I remember seeing him thinking, "My God, what a footballer!" Absolutely, you know what I mean. And well, like, when, you, when you look at me, like whoa, dead sir. Yeah. It's like you know what you, you're going to play for England. You're going to do absolutely everything. And literally, then you find out, you know, obviously where where he's he's, he's kind of you know a bit about his background. And did you not it, think that's sad? Yeah, really sad. It winds you up because you think you've got so much talent. You've got everything at your feet. You know, why didn't you just make something? All it talent? takes me to just get out of bed that extra and morning. Not done too bad, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, he's probably he's played at levels that you know most footballers would only dream of. Would but dream just think of where he could have got. Could have been captain. In England, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he could have done. He could have been. He could have been. I wouldn't even. I, you don't want to ever say like Messi or Ronaldo. No, just kind of think to yourself. You couldn't. Have, you probably wouldn't have been that yeah. far off. You'd have been one of the himself. best in the prem at yeah. least. You'd have had a good manager behind him. Yeah, yeah. for nothing. So. so going back to school, I actually obviously all my thoughts were on rugby and outside mm. of school, girls and whatever. So I, I couldn't really maths and English standard. <laughs> <laughs> maths and English, honestly. Just went mm. over the back of my head. I was more interested in. I was in an art class. I did well mm. at art. Yeah. Uh, PA obviously. Mm. Um, so my art class was just. I was the only boy in that art class. <laughs> it's just all girls. I promise you. I don't know how it ended up that way, but it was. I got you into uh, the love islands that came. <laughs> well, probably that's where I got my chat from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that for yeah, yeah. Social education yeah. art class. That's the way to so go. So I actually got a B in in art. Yeah. Uh, I got a B in PA. The, uh, academic side let me down but obviously the physical side I, I boosted it Yeah, um, I, did, I just missed out maths and English right. and science so I actually went back to college I did them did you? I did them yeah and I tried going back to maths and I just the funny thing is I didn't get it back then but you know if I did it now yeah. I'd nail it really? yeah because for whatever reason like now I helped my kid out with his own work and he's like 
you know, it's clicked. Yeah, and it just you know you kind of think, oh yeah, I understand that. And it's like I understand that. And then my wife's a teacher as well, yeah. so she shows us a bit, and it's like, yeah, that's straightforward, and, and, and you could do it now. I don't have a clue as to why that would work. Mate, back it was day. just like like my brain would just be doing that and be on the whiteboard, and you'd see all these kids like exams, for example, mm. going to exams, and be sat there be looking across, and they'd be like, the girls are going. Because I was one of them, I'd always need somebody to come, like you said, they put it up on the board and then they'd, they'd, they'd take it to the club, but you always needed somebody just to come over and say, look, don't get this, you know, can you just break yeah. it down for me? And yeah. I never did, and that, that was probably one of my problems, and I never just thought I were, were big enough to stick my hand up and just say, come and help me, I'm, I'm stuck with it. Yeah, but, I'll be honest with you, mate, I was kind of in the between of that, and I, I didn't really want help, because yeah. I wasn't that bothered about it, <laughs> but it was, it, it annoyed me after school, because I had to go back and do it again, yeah. and I had to play rugby as well as doing it mm. but like I'm glad I got it now just in case you need it do you know what I mean yeah. so it was one of them things but yeah listen school life was quite, quite crazy for me I did really yeah. enjoy it um, social scene obviously pretty good then obviously if that if that had been the case you have a lot of close mates oh, I, had a lot, I had a lot of friends I was one of them kids mm. who was just friends with everyone yeah. uh, but like for me school was good but like I just enjoy life so much more now mm. at my age. I could stay this age f- forever. I'm sure it's <laughs> Peter Pan, but obviously I'm not. <laughs> I wanted to stay that age forever. I do, I do. I yeah, do, it's so. a good age. It's a good age. Oh yeah. Um, but obviously, having got out of school, then was it was it literally dive straight into in, into rugby and, and go that route? And, and um, so I, I signed a con- I signed the first academy contract, pro contract, mm. uh, last year of school, mm. year eleven, which does everyone who's going into the academy. Yeah. Um, but then my dad, you had a buffer of like six weeks before you actually started. So my dad made me work in a factory just, <laughs> just so that I wouldn't want to have a normal job again yeah. ever again. Yeah. Um, that kind of worked, to be honest, I won't lie. Yeah. I was just packing boxes for 12 hours a day. Yeah. I got good, at 16, I got very good money. Like, yeah. I got paid weekly. So that was amazing, but I, I don't think I'd ever do that again. No, it's one of them. I, 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 again, going along a similar route, I, I did the same. Like you said, the six week holiday coming. Some, some kids are like, didn't have jobs or anything no. like that. They're like, right, I'm going to do everything. I'm going to go out, play out. And I was dreading the six week holiday because I knew it was time to go back yeah, to the yeah. factory. And I was a picker. <laughs> I was a clothes picker right, right near us. So it was literally just like, you know, putting clothes on racks and stuff and getting oh, yelled at. Because you weren't making you your target because you didn't care. Well, that's like it. That. It's just, and I was a bit naughty, to be honest. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I just left and didn't tell them. If I had a last any more than, if it had been any more than seven weeks that I'd have been there they'd probably have fired me but you know it was a case of, it, would, it was just like you know what seven weeks we'll just seven let weeks, seven weeks money he's got yeah exactly and that's it I think £4.80 I was on at the time that's just mental like, you, know, you think the minimum living wage now is about £10 summer and it's, it's like ridiculous isn't yeah, it yeah rubbish absolute garbage but there we go um, but like you say it, it stops you from wanting to go back to having a normal and it, and it gives you a kick in for applying yourself to rugby well it, it did and, and I went to rugby and it was kind of like we were with your best mates every every day, like at 18, 19. We'd play on a Friday or a Saturday morning. <laughs> we'd, we'd be out with Liverpool yeah. by three o'clock. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Did you if, make friends easy when you went from like school to the to the academy? Did you take anybody kind of with you from school? In, I did actually, yeah. So yeah. one of my close mates now still, Chris Wilson, um, he, he actually went from my school with me to the academy. Right. But we'd already known some of the witness lads because what you do is a scholarship. It's like a two-year scholarship where you do that when you're still in school. So you'd be going school all week, but on a Monday night and a Saturday morning, you'd mm-hmm. go and, and train. Right. Uh, so we kind of already had friends there. Yeah. Uh, right, but yeah. We had each other, which was amazing. We used to car share. Uh, yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> what, 15? Yeah, no, we're uh, <laughs> 18. <laughs> I'm going to say, who's, 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 who's driving? What, driving? What, you're driving a go-kart? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stunt peg on the back <laughs> of the BMX. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, that that's, it makes it a bit easier for you, doesn't it, the transition, obviously, yeah. I guess, in, in that way. But, I mean, did, did it... 
kind of feels like obviously when you when you start in rugby because again it, it can be quite a transition can't it when you've been at school all your yeah. life and now all of a sudden this is essentially what you're going to be doing for the, the next well hopefully 15 20 years of your, of your, of your life, your life it? hopefully it was, it was kind of it was kind of, for me it was definitely a nice shock like you go from being in school for five hours a day constantly academics all day numbers in your head yeah to like rugby kind of come natural so it was like you throw the ball about with your mates mm. like it, once a day and it's like you do whatever you want you have days off mm. you're getting paid to do it do you know what I mean everyone else was out working college constantly so I kind of I kind of took to it really well yeah. and I just thought if I apply myself here I'd actually work hard you get paid as well what, what, what was sort of pay like if you were, it, were, were you getting anything yeah I was getting paid it was about five, like five grand a year but at the time yeah for, for playing rugby I'd, mm. I, I would have done it for free listen do you know yeah. what I mean so you're getting paid to do that well, you think there's players in Super League that had, well, not quite smaller contracts than that. I think, was it John, I think John Stankovic always told me that he was on six grand a year when he started at Saints. Yeah, but you do, but, but what they did is they brought you a, a ruling, so you had to be on a certain amount if you played yeah. first team. Mm. Um, and I actually, in my second year academy, mm. I, I was lucky enough to get, probably not lucky, but through yeah. hard work, I got a chance to play first team. Yeah. Um, so I had to go on to that automatic Right. really and sign a first team contract what was that number I bet it might be a millionaire no it was like well it went from like 5 grand to 15 grand which still decent jumping mate, do you know what I mean at yeah. the time I was like look at this yeah. like <laughs> got loads of money you can go out yeah. all the time Audi A5 well, that's it and you're training first team then so it's like you're doing so in academy you train at night time mm. where the first team you're in the morning you're out by one it's oh, yeah, <laughs> bliss you know what I mean and, and then you're with you're with men then so it's like it, it puts you in the man's world yeah. very quickly. So I was like 18, 19, and you're going out with men, or you, do you know what I mean? So you kind of you have to grow up quite quickly. What did the family think of that? Because again, you're obviously they've seen you going into the academy, um, uh, but like you say, very quickly you've been shot straight into the basically a man's league. So what what were their kind of thoughts on that? Were they were they worried at all for you or anything uh, like that? Listen, my mum's my mum's obviously going to be worried about me. She's my mum. That's a job. Um, <laughs> yeah. she, she was worried, but once she seen me play, she mm. she she knew that I could. They wouldn't listen. The team wouldn't put you in the in the first team if they didn't, didn't think he was handling. capable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or tough enough. Mm. So it, it done me a world of good. Like mm. I I loved that because then I could play against men and be competitive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So then when I went back down to the academy leagues because I trained with the first team and played for the academy, mm. it was like I was I was like better than everyone else because yeah, do you know what I mean? Because yeah, I've been training yeah. with men all week, so yeah, it kind of yeah. done us really good. But my mum wasn't worried. She was a bit anxious at the start. Like mm. obviously in case. Not they picked on you, but in case yeah. they, you don't know, do you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, but she she knows what I'm like, and I fitted in quite well. So she wasn't she wasn't too. So they had a good good family life. I mean, obviously, you know, try not to delve obviously too deep into that kind of family. Life, but it does sound like you know you had quite a good support network behind you. Oh mate, I've, my family's amazing. I've got a, a big family. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, there's me, my mom, my dad. I've got two brothers and a sister. Yeah. Uh, so we've always been very close, mm. uh, like extra close, which is amazing because. The thing is, when you've got a close family, you don't feel like you need anyone from outer. Yeah. So, like, you just you just express yourself, do you know what I mean, if that makes sense. So, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those where, uh, like I said, you, 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 it's just something you need, isn't it? Especially if you're going to be a sportsman as well in, in the public eye. Like you say, a, a good support network behind you is always a massive advantage, isn't it? Well, that, exactly, and that takes me on to why I was able to go and mm. South Africa and go on a TV show because I knew I had that sport network behind me and if I'm ever down or ever need anyone they're going to be there yeah. any of them do you know yeah. what I mean so 
it was amazing when I went first team. And rugby, listen, it's high and low. It's a roller coaster mm. of a time. Like I said, injuries, not getting picked. Mm. It's a roller coaster. So you need a strong support network behind you. And you're still very early into that career as well. Obviously, you've nowhere near reached obviously your peak yet, and you, you've still got quite a long way to go. But what what kind of the highlights have been been so far in your, your rugby career for for yourself? So my, for for me personally, my I'd say I've got four or five. Uh, obviously, the first one being was playing for Witness, mm. like making me debut. Um, I know that ended drastically with the leg break, but yeah. that was amazing. Uh, and then the second one was probably playing at Wembley. Mm. Um, that like nineteen-year-old kid, twenty-year-old kid playing at Wembley was. Uh, we lost that game, but it was mm. like blew your mind. It was once in a lifetime opportunity, isn't it? So, um, and then the biggest one I'd probably say was signing for Warrington because there was such a big club mm. and like as a kid coming through you always think of Warrington so like to be picked to sign for them it was amazing yeah. were they uh, your club then though, Warrington I don't know whether we no. there. It, it was no as, as a kid I was spotted Wigan yeah um, I don't really I didn't really support I think we kind of all did really though didn't we because yeah. there, I mean well certainly I did because obviously I was I came up like you say in, in the uh, in the nineties, mm. so obviously they had the great side. And there was nobody that could touch him. So you're looking at all these mega stars. You know, there was only you know that really that was even though my Rochdale on it. You know, that was my family. Is that club. Where you're from they, Yeah, that, that was my family club. Literally, like Wigan, they were the club that was like right there, and, and they're not pretty much you know they're pretty much on your doorstep. So. No, no. So yeah, it, it was kind of your club. Like I say, it was Wigan. Uh, Wigan kind of growing up. Yeah, so it was always Wigan. I, I used to have a season ticket with me now. Right, <laughs> me and me now used to go together. So that was nice with yeah. my mom and me auntie. Uh, so Lammy I would have been one of the players you'd have looked up to then, wouldn't it? I guess. Who, sorry? Lammy. La- yeah. Well, no, Lammy's. <laughs> Lammy's was it, old. Was, was, was it young was Lammy. before that? Oh, oh yeah, okay. it was well before that. Oh, right. Well, first Lammy. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Mike, um, <laughs> sorry, boss. <laughs> even um, Sean O'Loughlin, yeah. Charners. Charlie. Charles. So that was like when I was com- when I was a kid. Charles yeah. was like just coming through. Sam Tompkins, yeah. all then Harrison Hanson, which I see like I played Harrison Hanson at Witness, so it was yeah. like for me that was amazing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he's wow. one of one of my good friends, so like yeah. that was amazing. But yeah, I'm we trying to think of some of the players I'm going to say like Gazok. Um, yeah, Gazok. Uh, Pat Richards. Pat Richards. Yeah. Uh, George Carmon. Yeah, yeah. No, some Tompkins. unbelievable players there, and like say some. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, I mean, like you say, you, 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 there's so much that you've already done, like you say, in your rugby career, like you say, the playing at Wembley bit, yeah. that obviously turned out. Um, Warrington, obviously, you, you go to Warrington, and it's, it's obviously, like you say, it's a massive club. Uh, what what are your thoughts on, on your time there? Listen, Warrington's a good club. I have mixed emotions. The thing with rugby is, when you're playing, it's amazing, but when you're not playing... It's a, it's a very low place. Uh, so obviously I went to Warrington, I was buzzing, I just signed a three-year contract on very good money and I was like, oh, I'm going to be the next. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then you get there and it doesn't work out the way you want to and you quickly, it's kind of your emotions are going like that, which yeah. brings me back to the sport network. It was can, I, can I ask you this? As, as a rugby, because like, if you go through that in life, if you have like a regular job, you go through that in life, you've got literally decades upon decades of, as a sportsman, you haven't got that time. No, you've got literally. You like say you've just signed a three-year deal. Potentially, that three years is is a, is a washout. And you've been like, oh god, I've only got so long. What what's the difference that that plays in your mind? Because it must be massive. It's very daunting, if I'm honest with you. Because um, when you have such a high expectation, and then it doesn't go out the way you want it to, mm. it, it's very pressure. I'd say pressure, mm. um, and it's very. It, it makes you feel quite small, but. I feel like that has taught me a lot about myself, mm. and I probably, I probably needed that 
to it be push you to places where, where it, it, it bettered you as a very yeah. it's pushed me to very dark places mm. uh, but it's, it's bettered me like like I'm, I'm thankful for things like that because yeah. I feel like everyone in the life needs a hardship yeah because it just teaches you who you are and mm. how much you can cope with if I'm honest with you which it did it did teach me that and uh, when you say like obviously you weren't playing you obviously played in the first team what's the difference I mean like say from in, in, in like a, from a mental perspective playing first team to maybe reserve grade or dual reg or whatever I mean it, again does it does it massively matter what level you're playing in in that respect Um, I think if, if you say you go from playing first team every week to going backwards mm. well not backwards sideways yeah sideways um, it probably would but like I played two games I played three games and then went to the reserves mm. uh, and to be honest with you that just made me more hungry it didn't make me like think oh mm. can't be bothered with this it just made me more hungry and want to try harder mm. uh, which I always say to Lammy do you know what I mean I'm that type of person that I, I always want to chase it and have mm. something to work on um, so it probably benefited me mm. a lot because I feel like if, if players kind of just go like that and then they get to a point and nobody wants them to like that that's when you, you see them Sudden, do you know that yeah. you collapse yeah. do you know what I mean mm. so I but think if you have peaks and troughs yeah, obviously peaks and maybe drops. deals with you well, that's what life's on. about isn't it yeah, peaks yeah. and troughs yeah, yeah, you know what I mean rolling with the punches so, good uh, people at least at Warrington aren't they I mean like you said there's obviously got Fitzy you know CEO yeah. and uh, like I say, so many backroom team there that, that were, were all willing to help you all along the way. Obviously, even like the physios, there, yeah. yeah, the physios, Nick's a great bloke. Mm. They're all great people there, and there's so many people there. It's a great club. The facilities are amazing. Do you know what I mean? Um, so in terms of that, I can't fault them. It, it was more just the simple fact that I wasn't playing, so I wasn't enjoying it. Yeah. Um, so when I had the opportunity to come on loan at Lee, <laughs> I, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I snapped it because mm. I'd heard good things about Derek. I'd spoke to Derek before I signed for Warrington because mm. he offered me a contract. Um, so I already had that relationship and I just mm. thought, do you know what? I, I could do with some fresh, fresh mindset have the opportunity, showcase what type of player yeah. I am and actually get something out of it rather than just sitting on the sideline the whole time, mm. do you know what I mean? Because yeah. At the end of the day, it's, it's good being on good money yeah. or whatever, but if you're sat in a trackie on the on the touchline, yeah. you're not having fun. Does it help though that you, you're, you're a relatively local lad though? I mean, like I say, Skem's not a million miles away, is it? I no. mean, I always wonder, um, and it's kind of a situation with Zach at the minute, obviously with the travel Obviously, from from kind of Leeds, Castleford, and obviously you're talking, you know, potentially. I don't know what your situation is, but potentially you're talking two hours there, two hours yeah. back. That that's that's such a. I almost think that that's almost undoable. If Mate, you I'm not. Play. I'm not. Honestly, that is one thing I've always said. If I was, because in 2019 when I signed for Warrington, I was going to sign for the Cass. It was between Cass and Wire, right? Um, and that was the one thing that I just wasn't willing to do travel mm, yeah if i signed for any club where it being anywhere i'd move to that place that. like for example i play for lee and i literally live yeah out walking distance from the the ground yeah which i do love because back like, to your house for a brew then well that's it, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. i'm not yeah. i'm not a lazy person but i just i just like i couldn't be doing without traveling down the motorway yeah. do you know what i mean so, yeah. yeah well it's like say he's often a conundrum i have to wonder because again you've got it's like ollie holmes you know he played all of his he's his career at Castleford, then all of a sudden he comes over to Warrington, doesn't go particularly well for him, and you're kind of thinking, well, I bet his travel situation and his life situation probably hasn't helped him an no. awful lot here, so you, you, it's something you've massively got to take into consideration. Well, Same with Daryl Powell probably as well, in, in well, many yeah. respects. I think, well, Oggy's moved over here now, so mm. he actually lives here, but but she probably knows that's the best thing because yeah. I honestly mate, that is I would just wouldn't do it 
No, no, it's definitely yeah, yeah. something that needs to be. Uh, I always think he needs more looking into when, when maybe the, the higher ups are probably signing players, but that, like I said, that's another story. Yeah. Uh, so, obviously, great rugby league career, career behind you. Some unbelievable stuff coming forward as well that we're obviously you've got to look forward to. I mean, what you know, it's 24? 24, yeah. yeah so, 24 in January. So. I mean, what is that? See, you've, you've certainly got at least, I would say, another eight years top level, probably if you're lucky, maybe a little bit more than oh, that. Yeah. So, Plenty to achieve in that time. Like, yeah. so you, you've, got, you've got a lot of miles on the clock to go, yeah, haven't you? Well, that's it, yeah, mate. I hope I've got more than eight years, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, so You're looking at a Roby, maybe going to, maybe going to 20 years. Might stay until I'm 40. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, you never See know how well my career goes, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Need to put some weight on before I play again, but yeah. yeah. What was it? Um, what's his name? Fui Fui Moi Moi. 43, I think, and he's still going. Mate, it's mad, oh, he, might, he might have retired now, but he, I think he was 42, 43 when he retired. That's it's crazy. Me and Kyle were literally having a conversation the other day, and I was asking mm. him, and he was like, he's just going to play till the wheels fall off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Some, yeah. People, some people will, but. Yeah. Like, it might be funny, I love rugby, but I don't want to be, like, crippled or, do you know what I mean? I, I want to be able to move me yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I want to be able to pick me kid up or something, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I know players who, who can't, the, the fingers are knackered and stuff like that, yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. I don't want to get to that. But point. again, it's good that you know about that, because probably about 20, 30 years ago, that wouldn't have been the case. You, there wouldn't have been any sort of education around that. No, would nothing. Where, whereas, obviously, now there's obviously somebody quite clearly that's had a word with you and sort of said, you know, make sure you look after yourself, make sure that you yeah. you ice up, you know, do ice baths and make yeah. sure that you take care of all your joints as best you can. Well, that was it, like, 20, 30 years ago, they used to just jab them up and say, carry on, do you know what I mean? Or strap them up and say... Have you ever met Ian Knott? No. Who used to play here? No. Wow. What wow. It? Oh, it's, it's a story now. I probably won't go into it here really? cause it's quite, quite a big story, but yeah, um, many, many, many years ago, and that was... That was not nice, but again, that, that's something for, for way another for a different time. conversation. Oh yeah, without any shadow of a doubt. Um, but yeah, obviously we're coming on to uh, one that some will uh, have obviously been waiting for us to talk about, which is obviously <laughs> Love Island. So how on earth does that come about? Because, I mean, obviously we've seen Jax O'Neill from Castleford, obviously he went on it. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I think there might have been one or two other sportsmen gone on it, but you know, I would just literally like to say, lad from Skem, Playing his rugby away, and it's like, hey, you do you want to come on Love Island? Where, where, where were you dancing in the club one night? It's mad. It's a talent scout. You're doing that. It's mad, isn't it? <laughs> that, that, well, that, honestly, that's literally. I walked into that villa, and I thought exactly what you just said. I thought, how was a kid from Skem? <laughs> I got on here like yeah. I'm in the Love Island villa. So it all came about. 2019, mm. they uh, weird. 2019 was like the biggest year of my life. Yeah. I had uh, a, a DM off them on Instagram, and they was like, oh, "Do you want to come down and audition?" So in they London? literally just had a look at your, your Instagram and looked at one lucky and thought, "Oh, he probably be player, uh, good lucky kid. Do you want to come on?" Well, that's it. Well, they do that. They scout you from that. They scout you in night clubs. I know people. Wow. Uh, Casey, one of my friends from Love Island. Because I'll be honest, I don't watch it. I'll be, and, and you know what? I purposely because everybody kind of said in, in building up, make sure that you watch it. To, and I thought, no, I, I'm not going to watch it because obviously I want I want you to tell us what it's obviously like. what it's like because yeah. it's, there's no point me doing it because I'm not yeah. I'm not into it. So at least if you can sort of tell us. It's like right, you're going to give us the meat and meat and juice because obviously, like I say, it's a massively interesting story. Yeah. So like I said, 2019, I get a message on Instagram off ITV cast, and I thought. Surely not. Mm. This spam. is this yeah. is spam. Yeah. So I was like showing the boys and that, uh, and they was like, "No, it's real, lah." So there was a phone number. Mm. So obviously, I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Uh, I rang the phone number, and it was a girl from the casting team, and she was like, "We'd love you to come down uh, and do an audition." So right. there's me, nineteen. It took me mum to the audition. <laughs> She drove me down, yeah. uh, my biggest support. I tell you what, I bet honestly, she would like thinking to myself, what have I brought my kids Yeah, honestly, went to the ITV studios yeah. in like 2019, um, done the audition in front of this 
big cameras, TV cameras, you're sat in front, they're asking you questions. Yeah. I didn't get, I didn't, well, I mustn't have got in because I didn't get a call back. Right. Um, but I'm glad, at, looking back now, I'm so glad because I was 19, I was proper immature. I'd have said something, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd have probably made a mess of myself, but yeah. fast forward to 2022, mm-hmm. end of 2022, uh, October, I get to call, I was at Ireland camp actually. Yeah. And me and my friend come home for the day. Right. I was with my mum. <laughs> and I got a, I got a phone call for like an unknown number and I thought, who's that? So I went upstairs. Just answered it. Just I love that. What are you like with stuff like that? Because <coughs> I know some people they look at unknown numbers and think, "Now nah, I'm not keen on taking this. I'm not, I, don't, I don't. I don't like answering the phone yeah. unknowns." But I'm like, pick that. It's like, oh, unknown number. I wonder who this is. It's like this that little tension. You've won a million pound. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Normally you get that little pop at the start. That's yeah. Like somebody trying to sell you something. Yeah, and you're like, uh, whatever. Oh, yeah, down. Rejected. Sorry, it's cracking up. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we. Um, so, cause that's what I'm, that's the funny part. Like, yeah. I would never normally, I'd normally go, yeah, put it back in my pocket. But yeah. that day, I don't know. I just, I don't know, I just happened to answer it. Yeah, you think you just, but also it's like, no, you need to answer yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, this way, right, yeah. I'm going to answer it. And she, um, and the girl said, hiya, it's bloody mm-hmm. blah from uh, ITV. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd like you to do a Zoom for oh. Love Island. Right, um, okay. We'd seen you auditioned in 2019, and we'd like you to do a Zoom. So, so is that how, 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 so you've, you've done the audition? So obviously you maybe didn't pass the audition that that time. So have they obviously gone back to like the catalogue and, and kind of thought, you know what? Actually, maybe he could actually come on this episode and be quite 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 good on this series. And so they've now kind of you know put you through to the next stage. I don't of the know. Interview I, process. Maybe, maybe that. Maybe they've looked for they've been because the they have researchers who look for everyone's mm. Instagram. Maybe they've seen me on Instagram again yeah. and thought, oh, is it a few years older? You're big on Instagram. You do, do you do a lot? Uh, of it? I never used to be. I never used to be. I, I do a bit more now. Yeah. Um, but like I said, she rang me. I did the Zoom two days later in Leeds. Didn't tell. I've not. I didn't tell anyone. Yeah. Um, done the Zoom and then she was like, "We'll get in touch if we want you to come down." Mm. So then two days later, I got an email saying they'd like me to come to London for an audition. Right. Okay. Paid for me trains. Paid for everything. Mm. Went down. Done the audition. Um, this audition was a bit different. There was three rooms. <coughs> uh, sorry. Three rooms. There was a producer in one, Coco, mm. such a lovely person. Yeah. Um, and that was without camera. And you go next door with two of them with mm. big TV cameras. Yeah. And then you go into a third room with the senior execs. Wow. Like we're talking the senior yeah, execs, yeah, yeah, producers yeah. of the show. Wow. Uh, and they're sat, just a normal conversation like we are now. Yeah. Um, just getting to know you, there's cameras on you. Um, <coughs> you leave and they say, right, we'll contact you in a few weeks if... If you're on. Oh, well, with more information. Because right, yeah. if you get to that stage, they'll contact you regardless right, whether yeah, you're on yeah. or not. Yeah. I was on the train home, got in a taxi mm. from the train station. I hadn't even got home yet and they rang me back uh, saying, can you come down and do your medical? So, right. Yeah, so I went back down two days later to Harley Street. Is it Harley Street in London? Uh, possibly. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Maybe. Um, went down, done done my medical. Yeah. Um, come back up, got the results the next day. Obviously, results. So the show already been going on at that point? Were no, you, no, no. This out, is October. This. this is October, right? Yeah, okay. This is October. So I'd, I'd, I'd done that, and then there yeah. was like, right, if, if, if it's a yes or a no, we'll mm. ring you in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually come back, I had an operation, double hernia operation. Right, right. And I come back training. The first day I come back training, yeah. Lammy said to me, oh, is he Mr. Little Island? Obviously, he didn't know. And I got, a, honestly, a walking home, yeah. I got a call off him. Right. And he was like, oh, we want, to come, want you to come on as a late starter. So right. I was buzzing. Yeah. Like a bombshell. I was like, Jesus, like, wow. wow. Uh, so that was December time. Mm. And 
then it started so I thought it was going to go on its first bombshell mm. um, which is started in like January time again for them the daughter of a cult what's a bombshell it's actually a surprise entrant you know, yeah surprise entrance. somebody yeah. a, a mixer upper I guess uh, if well you made a mix yeah you made a mix it up yeah um, <laughs> I don't know if I've done that yeah uh, but yeah so the show starts I know I'm going in mm. but don't know what point uh, the show starts it's going on it's going on mm. Lammy and Derek know I've told Lammy because again that's another thing you've got to do because it's like you've got this contract with, with the, I mean I don't look like to see you've got whatever you've got well, those contracts here and now all of a sudden this has come up I mean like I said for what, what potentially it could mean to your life to do something like this you know well, this is what like I got the call and I went and sat I was like I'm buzzing thanks mm. for the call but I'll need to sit down and think about it what would you have done had they said no <coughs> I honestly, I honestly can't we, answer that. I can't imagine that you wouldn't have been like, you know, I've got to do this because, like I say again, if it were me, I'd have been, I'd have been I've got to do this. Well, I've, the, I've obviously you've given this opportunity. This is something that, that is going to happen. It's, it's, it's something I've got to take advantage of. But like I said, what, what if they'd have said no? What would you have done? Well, this is what I, was, what I sat down and I was like, told me mum and dad had got on, and my dad was like, well, what about your career? And I was like, what about my career? Like, what am I going to do? So I thought. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. This like it doesn't come around because you don't hear anybody failed either, do you? I mean, I know no. it's relatively new, but it's not like you have, um, like you say, you've had you've had maybe Big Brother or something like that. Maybe one or two of the the, the ones that have really gone downhill or what have you. But you haven't heard of anybody off off, off Love Island or anything that, that hasn't gone on and done well. No, you know do you know I mean? what I mean? And and the thing is, whether you do well or you don't, it's a life experience. You can't. Yeah. You can't like tell people about unless they've done it do you know what I mean it's one yeah. of the things so like as soon as I told Lammy to be fair to him he was like mate this is a once in a lifetime opportunity mm. he was like if you was my son I'd tell you to do it mm. and Derek said the exact same thing which I was I was over the moon about because I thought like I'm getting a free holiday like a free, yeah, a free pass here yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. my career's yeah. It's still here yeah. I can't, honestly I can't thank them enough for that it's, 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 one, it's a one off that isn't it in, yeah. in, in a lot of respects well, mate, how many probably, times in your life to get there's nobody I mean again you look at other sports there's nobody in football that's going to let you do that is there no way they, they'd have binge you off straight away no the same in rugby really yeah. isn't it do you know what yeah. I mean so for him to say that I was like I had no pressure then. Mm. I was like, I could go on for one day, yeah, and, yeah. and it wouldn't matter for reasons like the catalogue and all that sort of thing that you're in. They see that they let you do it, but yeah, that's no, it's, but do you know what I mean? That they've let you do it in the first place, yeah. No, absolutely. but do you know what I mean? Like I thought, he, he's he's backed me 100. Yeah, percent yeah. Go out there one day, come back, and nothing's going to change. Mm. The worst case scenario, do you know what I mean? Is yeah. a come back to what I had before, yeah, which which I was content no with regardless. Yeah. So f- I was like, so I rang them back, and I was yeah. like, 100. percent Sign me up. Yeah. So obviously signed all the contracts and stuff. There's, you have to do all of the psych meetings and stuff like that. Mm. Um, just obviously check you're all right. Yeah. Um, and obviously with the contracts, like, there's an awful lot of paperwork mate, to do, is it? I, I bet oh, there's a, a fair so many. Yeah. But the, even like there's paperwork to like what clothes would you wear? Because they give you honestly, mate, you can click your fingers and they give you anything you want. So it's like the most annoying survey that you've ever done in your life. Yeah. You've got to go through three. You've got to go through about yeah. a thousand of them to get on. Who's, the who's your fashion icon? Stuff like that. <laughs> and I'm like. Can't put myself. Yeah. So, <laughs> who, who do I put? <laughs> who is your fast squad? Who did you put? Myself. Well, you actually actually <laughs> I couldn't put myself. No, I didn't. Um, but do you know what I mean? Yeah. Stuff like that. And I was like, and it was like, what beauty products do you wear? And I'm thinking, I'm just a rugby player here. Like, uh, I don't yeah. use beauty products. Let me have a see. I'm going to look at me. I'm just trying to think of you. My fast Deodorant. Yeah, I'm going to say, well, Gillette. That's, that's, that's my, my one for that one. Um, I'm just trying to think of who my fashion icon is. 
So I'm going to say I don't think I really, I don't even think I've ever thought about no, that. No, that's, I have obviously brands that I like style myself off, but I take yeah. inspiration from everywhere, so I was like, I just bought a few brands, what I'd take yeah, inspiration yeah. from. So yeah, there's loads of paperwork you've got to go through. Right. Obviously, it's a privilege to be able to do that because you're mm. going on Love Island, you know, <laughs> how many people here, 30 people get to go on Love Island, yeah, yeah, yeah. so like, I wasn't necessarily going, yeah. but I was just like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, obviously told them, yeah. Told Lammy and Derek I was gonna go, mm. uh, and then I was rehabbing my hernia the whole right. time. I lost a lot of weight to yeah. shred up to go in. Yeah, so all yeah. the boys are a bit like, "What's up with him?" I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't drinking. I wasn't going out eating rubbish. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. doing any of that yeah. stuff. And then, um, had you got over your hernia before you went? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, that I was, was fully healed right, when yeah. I went. Yeah, they wouldn't have let you in otherwise. Well, I wouldn't have gone because no. I can't, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you can't. Because obviously, like love, love Island is a good opportunity, but mm. rugby is my yeah, primary yeah, income, yeah. and that's what I love doing. So yeah. I wasn't willing to do that. But um, so yeah, the show goes on, and I, and I know I'm going in, but I don't know when I'm going in. And mm. I'm thinking it's getting further along the show, and I'm thinking it's not happening. This yeah. it's not happening. Yeah, Casa Amor, which is like other lads going. Mm. That happened. I didn't go in. And then I was doing my shopping. I give up on my diet. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, listen, listen. I give up on my diet that day. I went to Tesco, got all my shop, got chocolate, crisp, yeah, 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 yeah. It was on the way home, and yeah. I got a call, a call off Coco, the producer, and she yeah. was like, this is 6 pm. She went, can you fly out tomorrow at 1? Wow. I hadn't had a haircut, I had no swimming shorts, I had no. Oh, that's such a producer name, is there as well, for love at Coco. Oh, I she, love that. Honestly, if Coco's listening to this, she's, oh, bless her, she's amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, she'd be the best person in the world. But like you say, it's like there's the certain people that you, you you hear by the name and you kind of think you've oh, yeah. got to be a She producer. works in television. Yeah, without any yeah. shadow of a doubt, yeah. So, she, so I was like, Coco, I've not got any swimming shorts. She was like, don't worry, we'll sort you out when we get here. Yeah. So I literally packed my bags, <laughs> two suitcases. Did you take the chocolate? No. <laughs> I left it at home for your mum. Went to the airport, Manchester, the next day. Well, I told Lammy, obviously, rang him. Yeah, he was like, all right. Yeah. Didn't tell any of the boys. Me and Lammy filmed a few little clips. All right, uh, yeah, yeah. You can put a few in if you want. Yeah. Uh, like, say, yeah, telling, the, Rob, you're on that. telling the boys where I was and stuff. Uh, so <laughs> they could see me. Um, so, yeah, flew out to South Africa. Uh, went to Istanbul. Yeah. Five hour lay over there and flew to South Africa. Um, take your phone off you as soon as you get there has that always been where it's been in South Africa no Mallorca is the so summer one right okay but fair enough obviously winter it's the uh, summer yeah, in South yeah, Africa yeah. Yeah. boiling out 35 degrees in the day it was wow. bless me so the, bo- wow. the boys are running around down here <laughs> and I was sat with my budgies like that sunbathing because <laughs> <laughs> you, you get your phone taken off you when you get I'll there bet, yeah I'm going to say you're not allowed to like obviously know yeah. anything about the outside world no, so no, I was no, just no. I read a book I'm dyslexic I read a book yeah yeah I promise you that, that week and I now did. you're not dyslexic anymore <laughs> <laughs> now I'm told yeah yeah that's but, um, job done that, honestly that week was amazing like yeah <laughs> was in a villa for right. a week yeah uh, and then we drove straight to set in the taxi where yeah. the actual villa is and right. what you don't see is there's big cabins all around obviously because they have to produce a TV show yeah 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 so I met all of them and they're all dead welcoming it's, right. it's very much like that mm. um, I went back to my villa Mm. And there's people who've been in them in the holding cell for like holding cell, holding villa yeah, for yeah. like three weeks. I was wow. only in there six days. Wow. It was amazing. So yeah, so I went in, and I went in with a girl, bless her, Rosie. Because I think they do that sort of thing on. What was it? Um, oh, who wants to be a millionaire? What was that one that Noel Edmonds did with the boxes? Deal or no deal? Do they? Yeah, because I think you you go on, and then obviously you you 
you, it's almost like you're being held on the show. Yeah. So you literally you, you've got to you've got to go through. I think they do one a day. Yeah. But literally, like you could potentially wait fifty, like two weeks before it's your well, turn. Well, you're in contract with that show. Yeah. Aren't you? So, sometimes somebody might go in front of you, and somebody might. Oh, you know, yeah, be well, later So like I got that. pushed back three days. So I was meant to go on a Monday. Yeah. And it was raining, so mm. then they were like, "Oh, well, you can't go in today. Yeah. Push you back till tomorrow." Right. Tuesday they did a movie night, which was mm. a bit upsetting. So everyone's emotions are heightened. So they yeah. like can't put you in today. Yeah. So then they said. <laughs> We'll put you in on Wednesday uh, in the morning. So I go in my swim shorts thinking I'm going to go in. Yeah. Pushed it back to night time. I lied on a lilo in a portal cabin for six hours, I promise you. And then me and, what you didn't know, it was like 3am when I went into this into the date. So right. when he goes on a date, and my ex- first experience with Love Island was <laughs> on, a date with on a date with somebody. Two girls, two beautiful girls. Wow. And that's, I was that's in, in a vineyard in South Africa. <sighs> It was amazing, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> All paid, my me, me, me career still intact at home, I'm getting paid by these to be here. It was amazing, I was like, how good is this? I mean, and, like I said, what, what, what were the girls like? I mean, obviously, this is where, you know, kind of business business kind of kicks in, and obviously, this, yeah. this is what you've got to, what you go on the show well, for. Well, so every night in that holding villa, you've got to give your top three girls. So I'm watching the show. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm allowed to watch. Yeah. Give your top three girls and that's right. it every night. So like, I pick two girls to go on a date with. Yeah, yeah. So they rock up and yeah. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, obviously, it's Love Island. They're all yeah. good looking women, aren't they? Yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? So they well, would, bearing in mind, obviously, well, you know, what, what you've got back home at Skem to pay to one. Hey, watch it, you. I mean, are we, are we, are we, no, no, this is, what I'm, this is what I'm asking. Is it like massively different? That, or or was it, is it kind of like, you know what, actually, Skem's got some good stuff to offer. Oh, right, yeah, Wigan's got some good sorts yeah, to yeah, offer. Yeah. But it was just, that, I think that environment... Sexist chat. You know what I mean? Sexist chat. It's in the edit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, so, I, so obviously beautiful girls, yeah. but you're in that setting, the vineyard is lit, candles, it's proper wine and dine type yeah, situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So they, they, that's incredible, and then we go to back to the villa mm. with the two girls I dated, and I went with a girl, and she dated two other lads, so right. we, well, that's the first time we met them, so we go back yeah, to that yeah. villa, and what they say is to you, you never act in the villa until they put the mics around your neck, mm. so we pull up outside the villa, and they give us our mics, and, they put, and I was like, Right, here God, we go. I'm actually going in now. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they go, right, go in. Time to go in. And yeah. it's like, they just shut that door behind you, and you're yeah. like, the, the people who are already in there kind of look after you. Yeah. They like, show you how, the, how it is and yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I walked in, and I was just like, that. people asked me what my highlight was, mm. and I'd say, walking in mm. was because I was just like, oh, I was like, I'm actually here. Like, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? I yeah, auditioned yeah, 2019. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually here, mm. which was amazing. It's a lot smaller in person, by the way. Yes, I'm going to say, again, I, I don't watch it, but it's one of them. I have seen like a few, because obviously the wife watch, yeah. the wife watches it, um, and what have you. So yeah, it's 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 obviously you can see that it's proper luxurious and proper. Oh, mate, the villas out of the other ridiculous. half. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think uh, some triathletes. Uh, triathlist owns, <laughs> owns the villa. Oh right, yeah. Uh, it's amazing, mate. Right, like, right. Like I can't tell you, it's, it's incredible. Not asking for stories, is it? No, <laughs> I hope not. I'm gonna say, I that, that'd be a bit dodgy. Was wasn't it? When, when you said that, I thought, oh, all right, fair that'd enough. That'd be a bit dodgy. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like that. That it was just like I was like, whoa, like look at me, all these beautiful people. That's the first thing I said. I said you see, I'm trying to put my back here because obviously as a married bloke, I've been like, you know, in the same household with the same two kids for like five years, six years now, and obviously me and my wife have been married for 11 years, but kind of putting myself back in, in that situation, I don't know what I'd do with myself, I really wouldn't. A lot of people have said the same thing and they're like, how do you react? And it's yeah. like, you kind of just... 
because they're the only people there, you kind of just click with them, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. what else are you meant to do, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which was nice, and they're all such nice people. Like, uh, yeah. I, know, I know sometimes it could come out across not nice and Well, this is it. I mean, obviously, there's so much in, in the edits that, you know, they, they, they're made to come across, you know, yeah. like a certain type of person. But, you know, in, like I said, for those that kind of a bit more in the know, you know that the reality is not an awful lot well, like that at all, is it? Well, you that's know? what I was going to say. Like, you've been in the people who've been in the know, there's only 24 hours. There's 24 hours in a day and you only see an hour. Yeah. Do you know what exactly, I mean? Yeah. So, like, what it's you see is not everything what people are. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're all, honestly, I didn't, I didn't dislike. So that's what you're worried about, by the way, because, again, like you say, as, as much as, you know, you, they can kind of sell you the dream of they're going to make me look like a million quid, I'm going to look like a mega star, it's going to be absolutely... But if they don't, you know, if, at, at the click of a finger, like you say, you're waiting for so long and then they can push you thing, they can e- easily make you the villain of the piece. Obviously, then everything's... Were you worried about that? Do you know what? I wasn't. I didn't even think because I was worrying about so much other things. Yeah. Like obviously coming up the girls, I wasn't yeah. worried about that. But now thinking back, like I could have went in, and I could have been, yeah, an idiot. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but I just thought I go in, I be myself, and mm. and that if that's not good enough, it's not that's good enough. Be, but yeah. I didn't. Going back to Derek giving me the go ahead, mm. I didn't have pressure on me. So I just, no. I was just like, I'm going to be myself. I didn't have anything to lose. So it's not like I had to play a game yeah. to get a brand deal when I got yeah. out. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. I, I was just myself. Was uh, that the aim of a lot of them, by the way? Were going on there? Did you get to chat to them about what their aims were and all that type of stuff? Did you get time for all of that sort of well, you, stuff? Yeah, you do get time at lunchtime, dinner time. But mm. listen, none of them are playing a game. Everyone mm. says this all they're playing a game. None of them play a game. Yeah. But obviously, you got to understand some people quit the jobs to go in there. Yeah. And they want to be. They want to be an influencer as their full time yeah, job, yeah, yeah. so that they can't act the part yeah, if yeah. they want a brand deal with Nike. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or, or a, a TV show. Yeah. So they've got to be proper, mm. uh, which I didn't really have that pressure on me. So I was just myself. Yeah. Uh, and luckily, <laughs> well, I've not watched it back, but from what people have said, you don't watch it back yet. No, no you're not, you're not I, I think it. it'll make me cringe. I've seen TikToks <laughs> of myself and stuff. So, <laughs> I've not watched it back now. Because obviously that that was that was obviously that'd be such a massive thing over social media. And like I said, because you can't obviously take it all in while you're there. Obviously the social media world, you know, for stuff like that is just such. Well, it's enormous, isn't it? It's absolutely it's massive. It's crazy, and like people can take things and run with it, and it's yeah. like you can be made out to be a villain overnight. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And people yeah. can hate you overnight. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy yeah. what what social media is is like now. Mm. Um, which is sad, really. But at the same time, if people weren't so invested in you, mm. you wouldn't become famous. No. So, like, you've got to take... Give you know, yeah, like, roll with the punches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people yeah. hate you, but that can boost your career. Yeah, you know of course I mean? it can, yeah. And, and what, what sort of knock-on effects have you seen from that? I mean, obviously, you've not been out long, but at the same time, has there been anything that's kind of happened since then that's kind of, you know, kind of been a massive positive for you coming coming kind of back and, and, and whatnot? So, obviously, like, getting... I didn't have my phone mm. um, until I got back to the UK. Yeah. Sorry. So I got to the airport and, the, and our chaperone, mm. uh, she, Emily, she gave us our phones. Yeah. She was like, don't turn them on until you've got your suitcases. And I was like, it's not going to be that bad. Like, mm. what's going to happen? Mm. I turned it on and it was just going... Yeah. <laughs> and it was like mal- malfunctioning. It was yeah, that yeah, much. Yeah. So I was like... got Smoke him. coming out of the port. Yeah. <laughs> so I got me and Claudia who I came home with. Mm. We had a taxi from London... Uh, Heathrow yeah. all the way to my, like to where we live yeah. it was four hours yeah. so we had four hours to just but our, we so obviously we seen our DMs and the mad yeah. um, and we go to the services at 1am in the morning yeah obviously I, I playfully I didn't get recognised before yeah we go in and there's people like 
one a.m. in the morning, the people like stopping you, like can't believe they've seen you. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Which is mad, but yeah. it, it's a nice feeling. But it's, it's pretty overwhelming at the start. Yeah, um, yeah. You've got like fully grown men asking for pictures with you, <laughs> which is funny. And they always go, "Oh, it's for me, misses." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of course it is. Yeah, I love looking at my bumper shell. Honestly, he got he got half a litre of diesel and did one. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. But yeah, like obviously the social media blows up. Um, but listen, I was in there for seven days. People don't realise this. Only in there for seven days. Yeah. Uh, six days. Cause Seemed get... a lot longer. Didn't well, that's what everyone says to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People are calling for me to be in the summer. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, go I, back. I, 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 do you know what? I, I'd go back, but not from where I went in. I think right. I went in with an impossible job. It was like the last bombshell. Right, right. I had an impossible job. I'd go in from the start, 100%. Yeah. And I'd recommend it. Because it's kind of get, get, in with, with a, uh, get to partner up with somebody yeah. and then the, obviously another guy gets kicked out because of it. To put it brutally, you have to go in and split, split people somebody up, up and yeah. get with that girl. Do yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, and the point I went in, they were all loved up. Yeah, because they'd been through that roller coaster, and it was at the end. So, of the uh, but they all genuinely with somebody that they thought, yeah, yeah you I'm can tell. stick with, stick here. Yeah, and, yeah. Because who did you end up getting with? As well, your, your job would have been so much easier. Hundred percent. Yeah. After Cassie, you have that kind of level of. Well, but the, thi- the people who were the couples who were like really down in the rocks, yeah. and trying to sort of producer Rob, ladies and gentlemen, on the mic. <laughs> well, what well, do you know? Like, like you were saying, then, like they've been through that roller coaster. They get past movie night, yeah. Cassie, and they think. Mm. nothing else is coming here like mm. we've got through everything we have to so we can we can just focus on each other and I came yeah. in and it was like lads holiday yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah. lads holiday yeah yeah because um, again kind of the aim of the show what, what a lot of people think the aim of the show is you've got to go you go in there to find a partner aren't right? you know, yeah, so, yeah, to, yeah. Get, to get paired I mean again was that a genuine kind of what you know, I wanted aim, to do for you you know come I want to come out with, 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 with a partner that I'm going to, going to maybe see again after I've done the show 100% mate like yeah. I split up with my ex-girlfriend in July last year, mm. um, and I am very much a, like I like getting close with someone. I bet she's devastated, <laughs> knowing she. I bet she's absolutely floored. Anyway, never mind. Carry, ca- carry on, brother. The leper. Yeah, carry it on. Uh, yeah. So yeah. obviously, I like being close with someone. I love that. I, yeah. I hate talking to like. If you went on my phone, mate, you'd be mm. like. There's not like loads of girls, and I just, I just don't, I can't. There wasn't then. <laughs> Maybe not now. Yeah, yeah. There'll be a few more people. now. There'll, there'll be a few more now. But yeah. I'm not that type of person who likes to speak to multiple girls at a time. It just doesn't interest me, and my brain can't deal with it. Wait till you have a wife, mate. You won't <laughs> speak to her neither. Honestly, mate. What is it? Call, call me up last night in the car. I think we got halfway through, and I thought I can't be doing this. <laughs> Does your phone do this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even give her that. I just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, God, it's like sorry, love cut off. Yeah, listening to the podcast. Yeah, probably will be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm in the doghouse permanently. So, right. <laughs> Married to the doghouse. Oh, yeah, literally. Yeah, my kids, my kids, ten and six now. I've done my job. Like, yeah. I've been in the doghouse for the rest of my life. Now I'm all right with that. So, <laughs> but no, it's, it's. Um, I mean, like I said, that's that's obviously good that you you obviously had the eggs again. It, it's one of the things about that that program. It's like, oh, are they there to actually go and you know find love or what have you? Are they there just to you know go and maybe make a million in 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 the media when they come out of it type of thing? So you know, well, listen to go there was. Dude, that was brilliant. Everyone I've spoke to and everyone who I know who's been in there, mm. um, they aren't ever going to tell you that they d- they didn't know Love Island was going to boost them. Because Did you speak to Jacks before you went in? Yeah. Oh yeah. no, I didn't tell. He was for you actually because I didn't. T- yeah. I didn't tell him I was going in. All oh, right. Yeah. Pure, I didn't tell anyone. You didn't tell me about when you did the Lammy video, did you? Yeah. Um, so, like, I obviously knew what the experience was like from Jacks telling me. Uh, yeah. But I didn't tell him I was going in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Listen. 
anyone will tell you they, they obviously know going into Levan's going to boost them in some way yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean yeah. but it does give you the best opportunity to find someone because yeah, in that yeah. environment like you're with them 24-7 mm-hmm. it's all romantic and all, so yeah, that is yeah, the best yeah. environment you're going to obviously it's harder when you come out because you've got that much attention uh, work on stuff like that so that's probably why couples break up when break they come up. out do you know what I mean because you do it in reverse you don't get to know each other slowly you yeah kind you of, get, it's kind of all in one type yeah, thing, you it? love yeah. and then you love them do you know what I mean yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I what's that one that they get married with, with the, the married, at, married at first sight yeah, yeah. you don't do I, that I, I, no, I, me, obviously me and I, I wondered about marrying my wife for about three years and when she was like you know should I, should I no, edit I, that out yeah it's like yeah edit that out yeah <laughs> Three weeks, I'm thinking, no, nah, I couldn't make a decision in three weeks. No, that would be mental. It's that. crazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that just goes to show what what lens you know reality TV will, will go now. You know, obviously to entertain people. You know, it's oh, yeah. like saying at the end of the day, it is reality TV, and that's yeah. what sometimes I think people need to realise. You know what I mean? Uh, and like, listen, like the producers are saying, like everyone knows it's reality TV you know everyone knows what goes on so like sometimes when say that yeah, I don't know about that these days it's such reality isn't it that you, you, there is a obviously a crossover with, with some yeah, of them. how I, many of that uh, I, listen since I've come out I've had honestly nothing but love like Brilliant. I've not had one bad comment at love. all which is because yeah. <laughs> I know people who've come out and had hate yeah. which is ridiculous because like yeah. you don't know that person do you know what I mean I understand you get a view of them and you kind of get to know them on a TV show but they don't know them, so I, no. I just think it's ridiculous. But I've had nothing. Every person I've met has shown nothing but love, yeah. which is very nice for me to yeah. obviously feel. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I went in with no expectations. So mm. and I've had people in inbox me nasty things from rugby before I went in. So really, you know, yeah. Wow. I know. Well, like players that you cope against, or supporters, <coughs> no, fans, yeah, fans. You have a bad game, and they message you saying you're rubbish. How are you playing rugby? And you I, just, I can't. I can't understand. I mean, I'll, again, it's, it's probably a conversation from a way another day. But like, you never, you never knowingly like not know somebody and then send somebody something like that, would you? Like, no, that's well, just weird, isn't it? But then you've got to think about on the other side. Like to them, it's like they're paying a ticket to come and watch you be the best version of yourself. So like, they feel like they they are entitled to a they say. Bought a piece of you. Do you know what I mean? Thing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So it's like you're playing bad for my team. I get to tell you what I think. And obviously, I'm quite lucky. Like, I don't really care. Like, yeah. you can say what you want. I know, yeah. like, my values and stuff. So I'm not really bothered. Things like that don't bother me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I've like I said from Love Island, didn't go in any expectations. Mm. So like, people giving me rubbish and that, I wasn't really bothered about. Yeah. So when I came out and it was nothing but love, I was Made bonus. Up. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. yeah. Are you still in contact with them from uh, from the show? <laughs> Loads of them. Yeah. Uh, I did the reunion on Sunday. Uh, me and Claudia are very good. We've been together for the past two weeks, up and down yeah, the yeah. countries of London. Uh, Casey. Is she from up here as well? Yeah, she's from Blackburn. Oh, right, yeah, right. Yeah. So her dad's Carl Fogarty. The, uh, oh, right. Yeah, the racing. I might have seen her in the, well, I say I, I might have seen her in the news, but more than likely they probably would Yeah, you all have seen her. Yeah, yeah, so me and her are good, very good friends. Um, yeah. Then obviously I'm mates with Jacks from previous years, but yeah. then there's like Casey, Rosie, Tom, mm. all them, Shaq, uh, Will. And when did you do the reunion? Obviously, you didn't go back to South Africa to do the reunion. It no. was only London. London, yeah. yeah. So they obviously they pay for everything: travel, yeah, yeah. Uh, hotel, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. My jammers there. <laughs> what a <laughs> bonus that is! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't know I had a type of seat in my jammer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that uh, reunion was classic to see yeah. everyone again. Um, and obviously, the people I didn't get to meet who was in Casa or before me. Do you know yeah, what I mean? So yeah. that was nice to meet them as well. Which mm. I got on with a lot of them. I didn't. 
I didn't know before. Which yeah. Kind of. It's like whole new, whole new friends. Well, that's now, it. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know what? The amazing part about Love Island is you're in like you're in that weird family. What? Yeah. You can only be in if you've been in. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly, yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. a messed up family, but it's amazing. Yeah. So like, obviously everyone looks out, yeah. out for you and stuff. Uh, get my box here. Get, get me, get me well, Derek's box. Kai, Kai, who won it? He want, he's dying to come. Yeah, is he really? Yeah. Yeah. Right, so I was gonna say, were there any like fans over there that kind of? Yeah, in in the villa that, that kind of point out, it's like oh rugby, league, I like rugby. League. Yeah, loads of them love rugby. Yeah. Uh, more they're all southerners really, so they, yeah, they like union. union yeah. But like Kai's, he's from Manchester, so right. sale, so he plays uh, Burnage. Oh yeah, yeah. Union. Yeah. Um, so he's a fan. Yeah. Uh, but they're all rugby fans. They all like. They're all very interested that I was I was a rugby player. Right. Um, right. So yeah, it, it was it was nice, you know. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like hell of an experience. Well, I like to say if what would you have to? I don't know what the hoops you'd have to go through to to do it again type of thing. If if obviously ever kind of come up I mean like say if they were to call you again and you know do you want to do a full series this time or do you want to you know at least start the show you know what where, where would you kind of go from there would you, do you think Lamy or Derek could let you do it this time I don't know mate because like obviously the first time is a great opportunity it's once in a lifetime but like Second obviously time. my thoughts now are on rugby I need to get yeah. back playing and I want to get back playing I want to get back out there with the lads yeah. that is like my focus now and yeah yeah because like watching them play is killing me because i want to play so <laughs> yeah. bad do you know what i mean yeah yeah um and i want i want to play in games like that saints one where they've mm. won do you know what i mean stuff like that so like if they asked me again i would definitely think about it mm. but rugby's my like primary focus yeah. at the minute has it been nice just to kind of stop and then just like have, like have a little bit of time just to like recharge and refocus now you're coming back to so it's like right i'm going back to reality yeah really yeah. uh it was yeah so like that was an amazing experience, mm. but it like made me appreciate my job a lot more. Yeah, yeah. It sounds bad, but yeah. it did. If what sort of treatment do you think you're in for when you when you do come back in the first? Do obviously, gonna, do you think it's going to change a well, fair bit from? from yeah, well, opposition. Not obviously, you will. yeah. Mm. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, Are you ready for it though? Like I said, is that something you've you've obviously prepared for and that you you you're ready for? That's hundred percent. I feel like that would make me a better player. Yeah. Um, which. Which competition is is what makes what us players thrive on, isn't it? So yeah. I obviously knew going in that show, people are going to try and take me head off when I come out or yeah. give me a bit of stick. Uh, but that's that's the reality of the situation. I'm not. I've not really thought about that too much. And I'm sure yeah. we'll talk about that more yeah. when we get on the. Pit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, say, I can't wait for that to happen because, um, like I said, the next stage obviously for you now is to get back on the pitch um, yeah. and obviously see you play. Um, it's going to be fun seeing you in front of some of the away supporters. Are they going to give me some stick? Oh, it's going to be good, but I, I get the feeling that, like you said, for what you say, you're going to handle it, and it's it's going to be awesome. So th- this has been. Absolutely, but as somebody like I said that, that's never paid much attention, I think I might just maybe get a show in or two now, just to just to maybe <laughs> see go, the, maybe I can bond with the wife over it after so many. <laughs> there years. you go. Open for uh, for the summer series. Yeah, maybe so. that. Yeah, yeah. I heard they were doing over forty as well. Yeah, yeah, could be could be good fun. Could be good fun. Uh, it's been brilliant to talk to you. Oh, uh, I can't wait to see you back a bit. What's with the um, the rehab now? How far away are you? I'd say about two and a half weeks. I'm two off. and a half weeks. Yeah. So that would uh, be <coughs> Leeds, is it? Leeds? Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know because obviously the com- the squads playing mm. amazing at the minute, so the competition's quite high. Mm. Uh, so after it was obviously show Lammy that I'm yeah. so good. Uh, we spoke about dual red, John. May- maybe yeah, like maybe just to get maybe a bit go. Of game time. Maybe yeah. I I'd, honestly I'd be happy to do that because. Mm. When I want to come back into the squad, I want to be firing. Do yeah. you know what I mean? I don't want to be lagging, so I, yeah. I'd be happy to go to go elsewhere just for a bit of game time. Yeah. Uh, obviously, on dual reds, you don't want to go for a long time because this is where I want to play rugby. So. Yeah, excellent. Uh, but yeah. 
Good. Well, like I said, it's been absolutely brilliant talking to you. Uh, you're the first guest on our podcast of what is going to be hey. a regular uh, regular show. So, great to kick off with you. Uh, it been great to talk to you. And like I said, we're going to be doing a lot more of this Thanks, uh, throughout the season. So, hopefully back soon. Uh, that is Keenan Brandt on the opening podcast. The Lep- Leopard. 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 Leopard is uh, what we're calling it now so there's going to be many more of these coming up uh, interviewing uh, many of the personalities here around uh, the Lee Leopards uh, rugby club getting to know everybody here at the club uh, as well as we now know Keenan Brand from Love Island thanks for joining us hope you have enjoyed it thanks to Keenan Brand we'll see you next time thanks a lot